A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. On this feast of the Assumption of Mary, Father describes how Mary is always pointing us to her son. As I was reading the Gospel today, I was thinking, why didn't they write about Mary's Assumption? We know nothing about her life, pretty much after the resurrection, and the fact that she was with the Apostles of Prayer up to the point of Pentecost, and after that she kind of falls off the map. We don't know really anything about her life. Everything we know was from Deuterocanonical books or from tradition. So why would we leave out something so important as the end of the life of Mary? Well, I don't know, but I'm going to take a guess. That is because the end of the life of Mary was not significant enough for Mary for Jesus for us to focus on. At the end of the Gospels deal with the end of the life of Jesus, and that's where our focus should always be. Jesus' triumph over death, and Mary simply shares in that. Now we could have wrote about it in the Acts of the Apostles, or Mary could have been a letter or something, we have nothing noted. And Mary wants that anonymity because she doesn't want any attention to be brought to her anymore than what is necessary to help her bring people to Christ. I really think sketches of Mary like everywhere, and people act like everyone wants Mary to run to her, but Mary only wants people to run to her for one reason, because they're not running to her son. She doesn't want the glory that we're supposed to give God. She doesn't want the attention we're supposed to give God, and she doesn't want the trust that we're supposed to give to God. She plays a part in that. But she plays a beautiful part in that. Now, I have no idea. I don't even know if after I die, I'm going to figure out why it is we didn't write about Mary's end of life. In fact, the church knows so little about it, we don't even make an absolute declaration. Interesting enough, we make no doctrinal statement about how the life ended. Did you know that? So we don't care, Father, shut up, go on. Anyways, the assumption of Mary says in her doctrine, simply at the end of her earthly life, she was assumed into heaven. What does that mean? Did she die? Well, we're not 100% sure. Did she fall asleep? We're not sure. Well, I'm going to venture a guess here, so this is my little take on it, a little bit of theology lesson here, because it helps us to understand, more importantly, the beauty of this day. The East tend to think that Mary fell into what was called a state of formation, which she kind of fell asleep, kind of a sleep-like death, kind of like Adam, Adam at the beginning of creation, fell asleep. The West tends to think that Mary actually died and was buried. Now, I tend to think that they're both true. You think it's rather well, possibly both be true. Well, we have to understand this. First off, the stories of the West are handed down from tradition. And I happen to like this story because I happen to be a part of it. Well, at least my namesake happen to be a part of it. The apostles witnessed Mary's death and they buried her. Well, Thomas, 
being Thomas who he was, was not there. Once again, he kind of was out doing whatever he was doing, and he kind of lost his whole thing. So he comes back and says, once more, what does he say? I don't like I want you to dig her up. Now, I've never asked anyone to dig up my friend's mother, but that was the point of the matter. Is that he says, I want to see this for myself. So what do they do? They dig up the grave, and what's there? And that's where the church gets the tradition that she was assumed body and soul to heaven and she had died first. Well, the East had already kind of considered that she had never actually died because of what I believe her sinless state. Now, why is this important? Well, to be honest with you, it's not that critically important, or else the church would make a declaration they haven't done it yet. But it's nice to be able to understand how things work in God's plan. So I'm explaining to you how they work. My take on this is. Mary, being sinless, would not have experienced true death. She would not have experienced that separation of the soul from the body because the wages of sin are death. Death was one of the consequences of sin. Mary was sinless in the moment of her conception throughout all of eternity. So why would she die? You know what people are going to say? Well, she died because she couldn't mimic Jesus, and Jesus died. There's a problem with that theology. What's the problem with the theology, everybody? Jesus assumed sin into himself. He took sin upon himself. So Jesus actually had sin. It wasn't his own, but he had it. And because he took that sin, death was a natural consequence. Jesus had to die because he chose to enter, he chose to take upon himself that which caused death. Mary didn't do that. Not only that, if we start saying, well, Jesus did it, so Mary must have done it, well, Jesus saved the world. Mary didn't save the world, everybody. We have one Savior, and Mary's going to tell you, it's Jesus, not me. Okay, so there's a difference in grace and a difference in love and love. If Jesus is divine, Mary's not all of love. You all know that. Okay, at least I hope you know that, all right? Jesus is up here, Mary's down here, and we're like down here. Okay, so there's still a light gap between Mary and God, because Mary's human, and Jesus was divine and human. Okay, so my thought is this. I'm going to get to an actual point here in a second as soon as I like stop rambling on and on. That Mary looked like she died. And the reason why this would have happened, because first off, it probably would have freaked out the people if Mary just suddenly floated off someplace. And it's like, what happened to Mary? We don't know. She just floated off someplace. There'd be all kinds of speculation, stories, and all kinds of weird things going on. But also because it was to help people to realize that Mary herself experienced death in their eyes. Should have woken them up to their own death. So they would have known that Mary was perfect because she would have never committed a sin. And so it would have awakened them up to reality of what it is. But when they opened the grave, whether she wasn't there, it would have opened them up to the reality of God's grace and goodness. That Mary was somebody that received a special gift from God because she was a special gift to God. And my personal thought, now I'm not a theologian, and now I'm not a pope, and I'm not one of the fathers of the church, or I'm just simply Father Thomas, and what do I know? Well, I know two and two is four. So there we go, I've got one point. Okay, that Mary experienced what looked like death, was buried. Jesus assumed her into heaven by his own grace, the Father did. So both stories are true. She looked like she died, but she didn't actually die. She was assumed into heaven in the state of state. No, somebody asked me, would Mary be in the coffin and be like going, help, help, I'm like not dead. He says, no, she was in a state of sleep. She would have no idea what was going on. I mean, when you're asleep, do you guys know where you're at? No, it's not like 
comfortable waking up your sickness. Yeah, this guy's not comfortable. You're sleeping for goodness sake. She wouldn't have been aware of that. But to think that her soul separated from her body, what happened to her soul? Did it run off to heaven? And suddenly God said, oh, I made a mistake and I took your soul. I'm going to send it back to your body now so I can bring up both of you together. That seems kind of whack word or thing. So anyways, all right, I'm getting a little excited here because there's something beautiful about all of this. And the beauty of it is this. When God took Mary by his soul to heaven, he was telling us that we as human beings are made beautiful body and soul. So oftentimes we think about our spiritual life being that all that matters. And our physical life has meaning. Our body is something special. It's the housing that we have for our soul. It's a creation from God. It's that which animates us, allows us to be, well, our soul animates us, but that which expresses our animation of our soul. It's how we communicate, it's how we experience, it's how we do all things for our souls through our body. And this is important because so many people think the body is simply not that big of a deal. That's why the church for so many years said it was so important that we don't cremate because we wanted people to realize the value and beauty and dignity of the human person, all of the human person. And if we ignore the beauty of the body, it's easy to ignore the beauty of the person because we relate to one another through the body. And guess what? The two perfect humans in existence have a body. If it wasn't beautiful, why would Jesus keep it? He didn't discard it when he went to heaven. He held on to it. Because he said, this is a wonderful thing. And we need to treat it that way. So Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit bring Mary into the heavens and assume her into the heavens. It's a wonderful gift that says, you in your humanity are beautiful. But it also tells us something else. That because our soul separates from our body because of sin, that sin leads always to division. It breaks us apart. It's a moral understanding that when we commit sin, we lose our humanity. We lose that which God created. We become something less. We become broken. The human person is body and soul together. I don't know if people realize this, but this is, follows from the assumption that when we go to heaven, and I'm assuming you're all going to get to heaven. I should say, when you get to heaven, I'm not so sure about myself someday. But when you get to heaven, guess what? You're not going to be completely human. You're still going to be suffering the effects of your sinfulness because your body is not going to be with you at that point. It's not going to get connected again until Jesus comes and sets all things right at the new creation. He comes again in glory and he ushers in a whole new way. And then your body is going to be given back to you and then you will retain your humanity in its fullness. And that's something to keep in mind. Every sin we commit breaks us a little bit apart. It takes away a little bit of something of us. Mary never did that, but she was never broken. She kept the fullness of herself always together. And we need to really respect and understand that because our body is an incredible gift from God. All of it. And we treat somebody else poorly. Oftentimes it's through their body. With our body, we use our mouths to speak, our hands to, to do things, our legs to walk. Our ears to hear, our eyes to see. Sin is through these things, but so is goodness. And the more we use the body we've been given for that which is good, the more we retain that beautiful humanity that is our gift. 
I always teach people this, and it seems a little bit paradoxical. But the more we are in our humanity, the greater we are in our divinity. That might seem a little bit strange. But being more human doesn't take us away from God, it brings us closer to Him. Because Mary maintained the fullness of her humanity because she never sinned. And that's why God said, I'm going to recognize you, bring all of you, fullness of you, the whole creation of you, body and soul, to me. Because when our body separates from our soul, we lose something. And it really stinks to lose a part of ourselves. That's why Jesus one day will give it back. Mary never broke that. She showed us what we were supposed to be by how she lived. We should strive for that. No, we're never going to get assumed into heaven, so don't even think that no matter how good you are from this point, guess what? Your soul is still going to leave your body, you're going to still rot the ground, and your worms are going to eat your body. But Jesus is going to raise it up in glory and give it back to you. You might even give me a little bit more hair. But it's going to give us back our body because our body is beautiful and good. The fullness of who we are in our humanity is good. Alright, now I'm going to make one more argument for why I think I'm right and everybody else is telling me a little bit how I'm right, okay? Remember the story of the little girl that Jesus spoke to that said to leave the womb? Remember that story? He went into her and said, little girl, basically he says, rise, get up. Okay, well, to leave the coon means basically rise. He used the same word that refers to a resurrection. Okay, that's one page. Two, everybody thought the girl was dead. And Jesus says she's not dead, she's only sleeping. So this to me was Jesus' little hint that Mary, this is going to happen to you. I'm just going to think that you're dead, but you're only going to be sleeping, and I'm going to raise you up to the heavens. Body and soul, just like this little girl. Now that's my take. This is the church hasn't said it's wrong. I can believe it. But it's my take. I just want you to know it's not doctrine, okay? So don't dare go, ah, this takes a bad document. I know I'm teaching my view on things, but it doesn't contradict doctrine, so I'm allowed to believe that. But what's most important is to believe is this. All of us is beautiful. All of us. I don't mean like all of us, us. I mean like all of us, our humanity, our body, our soul, how we are. God made us that way for a reason. We should strive to keep ourselves together in all things. Goodness keeps us together. Sin tears us apart. I think we all realize being torn apart is not a good thing. But being whole is. So strive for that wholeness. So one day we too can experience that beautiful gift of body and soul brought together in the heavens.